Welcome to a live preaching message from Lighthouse Chapel International Manhattan, New York. Lighthouse Chapel International Manhattan is the Apache branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International Churches in the United States of America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they might be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. That's one thing that we like in Africa. Amen. And this is not my message, but I'm using another question example. God forgive me, and I hope that you have mercy on me. That when we're accountable for something, we ought to do it either hot or cold. The lukewarmness does not help. Amen. 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 No, no, sorry for that, that I'm using you. Sorry. Yes. So, sorry that I'm using you. But it's actually leading to my message. Amen. Amen. That. I don't even know where to start. Amen. Amen. But. But we'll try. Heavenly Father God, we thank you this evening for an opportunity, O oh Lord, to come before your presence. We ask that may we not leave you the same. May your word and the power of your word and the absoluteness of your word and the finality of your word, O oh God, your unchanging word may it have its free course in our people, Lord. We ask for your presence in our midst. May we not miss your presence here tonight. Holy Spirit, anything that is not of you, O Lord, may it not be said here tonight. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Tonight, we're just going to continue on what I started last, this past Sunday about the, the, sev- the seven times God says, I know your work. The seven churches in the book of Revelation, which talks about, I know thy works. The Lord started off to talk about the, the works of the different churches and how those churches, based on their work, and some of them received condemnation. Others, you see, it was going in a very descending order. See, if you really look at from Revelation chapter 2 on, it was going in a very descending order. It started the church of Ephesus. It talked about Ephesus, their work, their labor, and then how they have left their first love. And if they don't re- repent and come back, the candlelight will be removed. How some of us, we have left, left our first love. We have left our first love. I think Reverend did a very interesting focus study group here a week or so ago about how many came to this nation that followed someone into this nation as opposed to coming here as an economic refugee. Amen. So those were people, maybe the husband came and the wife followed. Or maybe the parents came and the children followed. But those that came on the, on the course of going to the different embassies, whatever it may be, and applying for visas and so on and so forth, and then eventually the Lord opened the door. The prayers that they prayed, 
But now they have land in the land of Laodicea, or the land of Pegamus. And the first love, the prayers that the base in the treble prayers no longer exist anymore. And being on time to church doesn't exist. Because the paycheck of Chase Bank is much more important than being on time at church. The paycheck of Mount Sinai is much more important. Being there on time at work is much more important than being on time before the presence of the creator of heaven and earth. Amen. I mean, this message is a very hard message to preach. And I mean, even Bishop, when he, had, when he was preaching, he said, this is a very hard message to preach. But it must be preached. Amen. And I hope that, see, see in, in the Revelation 3, it tells them that, that their eyes may be open so you may see. My prayer is that after this message is finished, that your eyes be open that you may see. Amen. That you will not be annoyed with me. You say, oh, Pastor Davis, don't you also have to work? Yes, you have to work. Because the Bible says that if you don't work, you shall not eat. You have to work. But that doesn't mean that the work of the Lord must take a back burner. Amen. Now I can tell you, I mean, my days, we can ask the first law people, it starts before, starts before five. Every morning we pray. You can see my phone. I call them all every morning. Yes, I call them every morning. Start before because I have to bath and then call them from five o'clock and so on and so forth. And then we'll finish. And right after us, I toast my bread. I get in my car. I get coffee. And 40 minutes drive. Get on the bus. The, the right race begins. But it doesn't mean that I will leave the office at 7 p.m. and rush and try to come to church. Because I know that Tuesday is service. Amen. I think what I'm just trying to share, it's not even the message, but what I'm trying to say is that we have relaxed. We have become a relaxed people in expecting the blessings of the Lord. We have become very relaxed. We have become, we have become lukewarm. We have become like the world. We are neither cold or hot. Then we want the blessings of Abraham. Abrahamic success. Davidic success. Jehovah or whatever you call it. Jehovah success. No, it's not going to come. It is not going to come. I mean, Bishop Daggerhood knows can, can bathe you in a barrel of anointing oil and that blessing is not going to come. It is not going to come. Let's face it. It takes a certain sacrificial heart. It takes a certain sacrificial heart. To say, you know what, I'll leave work at five. Well, maybe on Tuesday I'll go to work earlier. So that I can leave work at five. And be able to come and not only help set up, but also be able to be part of the worship. It says the Lord take praises in the praise of his people. Take Great joy. Most of us, you come, we don't even 
we are not part of the praise and worship, we're not part of the prayer. And even let's let's even think think of it. Maybe the whole day you haven't even prayed. You got up, you went to the right race to New York City subways, you were all sweating, and you have, you have come the whole day, you haven't prayed, and now you're gonna come listen to the message and go home. Amen. You see, this is why Christianity is dying. We are so focused on the Dow Jones, the, the Nasdaq, the Heinsink, the whatever you call it, the Darks, the, the Shanghai, and all those things. But all those things will perish. All those things will go away. All those things are not going to be around forever. But his word and his promises. Amen. So all that I'm saying is that, you know what? I mean, I think on Sunday I said that it is, you see, I'll tell you a story. In school, I made a promise to myself that, you know what? I'm not going to sit there and watch TV or people who are already finished and making money. So I'm going to spend my time in the main library on the fourth floor in a small cubicle and study. And that's what I did. And those that spent time watching TV or going to the end of the bridge, which was the bar and the club at my school, where they're supposed to be studying when the parents have sent them away. Thursday special, Friday special. Or going to Port Jeff. Or going to across the train tracks, which I forgot the name. But all that I'm saying is that you have to take a stand. Whether you are here, you are there, being here is dangerous. It is so dangerous that, I tell you, the danger itself being in the middle, you, I mean, you don't even know it. Amen. So, that being said, We'll continue on. Let us turn our Bible to the book of Revelations, chapter 3. Amen. And then, indeed, forget, forgive me. Forgive me. But the only one I can use. Anyone else I use? I, I'll get a letter to Reverend Rose. <laughs> yeah. So, you can, only, you can only use a brother. Amen. Amen. The book of Revelations, Revelation, chapter 3, verse 14 on. Amen. And unto the church of the Laodiceans write, These things saith the Amen. And the Amen means that it is true and is done. You see, out of all the churches, if you read from, if you go back and okay, let's go back to, and onto the church of the, and onto the angel of the church in Philadelphia, write these things, save that, save, save he that is holy. Then if you go back to the, the church of the Sardis, onto the, onto the angel of the church in Sardis, these things saith he that have the seven spirit of God. And if you go to, if you go to the church of Tyre, Tyatri, 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 or whatever you call it. It's not coming. 
May the Lord help me. Unto the church of the Thyatira. 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 Right? So, these things say the Son of God. Amen. And then if you go back to the church of Pegamos, these things say he which have sharp, have the sharp sword and with two edges. Amen. Or two swords. Amen. Then goes on, but unto the church of the Laodiceans was different. What he says that this thing saith the amen. That, that he was so disgusted with the church of, of the Laodiceans. The faithful and the true witness. Saying that I, the Lord, this is done. I'm the faithful and the true witness. Amen. This is the faithful and the true witness of the church. And I'm telling you, and he laid out all these churches, what he had against them, and this, but there were two churches. And he never mentioned anything about what against them. And then he gave them a way, he gave them a condemnation. If they would do this, then you give them this back. But these churches, auditions, man. He said, the beginning of the creation of God, I know thy works. I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. Wow. You see, I don't like warm food. And the day I heard Bishop preaching about he really doesn't like warm food, I was like, Wow, that's interesting because my food has to be hot. I mean, not spicy hot. God, that, that too, I cannot eat that. <laughs> temperature hot. My food has to be temperature hot. I, I don't eat any food that is supposed to be hot that is lukewarm. And all the food, if your food needs to be cold, it has to be cold. See, what the Lord is saying is that. You are neither cold. See, a cold cut turkey slices cannot be, cannot be warm. It would go bad. A tuna fish sandwich cannot be warm. It cannot be lukewarm. It will give you a tummy ache. So now, do you, not, do you see why being lukewarm, being a lukewarm Christian is not good? And how unbeneficial it is to eat you and I. It, what lukewarmness is, is that, see, when, when you see group A, you fit into group A. When you see group B, you fit into group B. They cannot delineate between you and others. They cannot tell whether you are a Christian or an unbeliever. And it is so dangerous. It is so dangerous that people don't know. You see, what is it I like about the Jews is that they have the, what do you call it on their head? Yamaka. Right there, then it distinguishes them as that they are Jews. And they also believe that there is someone greater than them, someone above them. That's what Yamaka is about, it's, it's for. That there is a God. But for Christians, it is so difficult. Can I give an example? 
Even today, you got an invitation at work. You have training on Thursday, and afterwards, they're going to a bar. I just sent, declined. And when, when the senior guy asked me, I'll tell him when I see him on Thursday, you know what? I already told him before that I'm a Christian. I go to church. And when I see him, I tell him, I will not be able to come because I cannot see. How would you look, relate to me that I call myself a pastor? I just call me a pastor. And they see me at a bar. Hanging out with Paula. Come, Paula. Talking and maybe I may be drinking Coke. Right? But Paula may be sipping some red wine. Right? And I'm standing there. I'm just drinking Coke. We are talking about work. We are talking about tax regulation. Why the U.S. wants to tax all the foreigners who actually want to take advantage of all the investment returns that they take out of this nation. And the IRS said, you know what? You can't take all this money out of, out of the U.S. Give some back so we can support the inner cities. Give some back so Obama can support his liberal agendas. But, you see, if you see me at the bar, you will think, that, hey, what a double-tongued pastor. <laughs> or if you see me walking into latitude, one of the bars that they go there, latitude, how would, what would you perceive, what would be your impression of me? I'm lukewarm. I'm lukewarm. Because I am trying to please the world so that my, che- my paycheck may continue to come. But I'll tell you, it is not he. See, the rubber stars are that the watchman watcheth, but watcheth in vain. It's not the guy you think that controls your paycheck. His paycheck, someone else controls. It is God who openeth and shutteth. Amen. So all that I'm trying to say is that because of this lukewarmness, this lukewarmness as Christians, we, we don't fit in into a particular corner that people know that this is them. You have compromised to the point where God is saying that, you know what, I, it's sick it, it him. It makes him sick. It says you are neither cold. I would have appreciated if you were cold. I would have appreciated if you were hot, but you are so lukewarm. You are so lukewarm. You see, even one of the things I'll tell you, it's like, let's say, even, let's say, you bring a topic and you and your spouse talking about it, and you find out that your wife is not on your side. Even that, don't you get annoyed? They're married couples. They're Micklins. Mike, you are talking about something. And you are so sure that you are so right. But when your wife takes the other stand, you say, right, she's disloyal. She's an orango, an orangutan. But how much more, God, that this boy that I took from school, I've carried him through, I showed him the way, he's kept himself, now I've opened a door for him, he's working, and now he said that there is no God. Then on Sunday, he says that it's, when people bring the discussion about, talking about Christianity and religion, he fits in there perfectly. 
But on Sunday, he comes in and sits down coolly. Amen. You'd be surprised that there are many Christians like that. Amen. But the Lord is saying that you are neither cold or hot. You are neither cold or hot. And it's so dangerous. Amen. You see, that is the, the deception that is in the church today. The deception that is in the church today. That's the, the deception of the church of Laodiceans. Amen. Amen. So that thou die neither cold or hot. I would, I would that thou thou wet cold or hot. Said so you would prefer that you are either cold or hot. Karen, do you guys have the amplify or the message? Because, so then, because thou art lukewarm, neither cold or hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Because you are lukewarm, now you have been spewed out into the elements of the world, into the elements. And you're asking yourself, Lord, I come to church. Indeed, you come to church. Lord, I pay my tithe. Indeed, you paid your tithe. Lord, I give an offering. Yes, indeed, you give offerings. But you have not taken a stand. You have not taken a stand. You have not taken a stand. You have become a swing voter. You have become a swing was a voter, right? You have become a swing voter that the Republicans worry about. Because you have made yourself an independent Christian. You have become lukewarmness. You have made yourself an independent Christian. You don't stand with this party or that party. You swing based on where your paycheck moves. Amen. Even, even in politics, an independent voter or independent, it is more, I mean, even politicians are worried about those, let alone Christ. Because they are swing voters. They don't know where they stand. I am unsure. Because if it feels like, okay, I've seen something here, and I don't want to commit to this one. I don't want to be considered, I don't want to be, I don't want to be considered, what do you call it, a crazy Christian. What's the word they use? What's the, the huh? Huh? What's Fanatic Christian. So you become more cool. Sort of the, the Christian that you know, doesn't criticize, doesn't say, oh, brother. See, Scripture tells us in the first, first, first Corinthians chapter 2, verse 15, that it says that, can I put it there? It says that, first Corinthians 2, 15. But he that is spiritual judgeth all things, yet he himself is, not, is judge of no man. You have become so worldly and so lukewarm that even the things that are wrong, you can't even speak against it. You cannot stand and say, you know what? This very thing about men marry men is wrong according to the word of God. Because you want to be politically correct. You know what? At the end of the day, you can be politically correct here on earth, but one day when the books are opened, when the books are opened, when the books are opened, 
So all that I'm trying to say to you is that as Christians, let us take the stand of a Christian. Let us take the stand of a Christian, what it means to be a Christian, what it means to go out there and win souls, what it means to have, I mean, I was, I was, I was just thinking about it. And what, there are indexes in the world, there are indexes that measure whether a country is doing well in terms of human rights. Brian, could you learn and the indexes about human rights? Whether Cuba is, well, is doing well, whether they are using child labor or not, whether China or so on and so forth, based on that, depending on where you rank on the State Department's list, U.S. will either trade with you or don't trade with you. If you come below three or three below, then U.S. will really think about it. So I think it's an index of 12. But is there a Christian index? Is that an index that shows that today a soul was won and that, that, and that goes up high? Like the Nasdaq and the Dow and, and the Dax and, and, and all those things. Is there one? No. But scripture tells us that the, the angels rejoice or the sinner is saved. The angels rejoice. How shall the angels rejoice, my brothers and sisters, if you are now lukewarm? That you can't even share your faith with your colleague. That you can't even share your faith with your colleague. How? You see, even before I became a pastor, my family knows that one thing I don't do, I don't drink. I don't smoke. There are a lot of things that I don't do. And no one at any occasion would ever offer me any of those things. But because I look warm, when you meet your family and they are drinking palm wine, you also sip a little bit. Small, it's cultural. When they're, when they're drinking some, let's say rum, you also sip a little bit of rum. Because it's cultural. Ashivon, it's cultural. It's in the cake. And then you can make an argument to say, you know what? Every Italian food has some wine in it. Yes, indeed, it has wine in it. Pena Lavaca has some, something in it. And all those things. But all I'm trying to say is that it is not that very thing of you drinking rum or you eating rum cake. But it is the, the fact that when you are here, it's like your life is decompartmentalized. When you are here, as the deer parted forth, the water broke so my soul longed after thee. You alone are my heart's desire and I love to worship thee. Hey! 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 But when your man is of Yadi boys, Shaba! Hey! Shaba ranks! Buffalo soldier. Oh, I don't know. I don't know the words. 
You see, that is lukewarmness. Chale, her life has been put on. I'm at a barbecue, and now her life. The high life has been put on. So it brings back memories. So you also join in. How shall we know? How shall we know who is supposed to save who? That's why Christ said, you are neither warm, you are neither hot or cold. How shall we know? Because when our zone comes on, you, you are dancing. When, when, what's the other songs? I, I'll need some high life, high life songs. Oh, right now. <laughs> I need some high life songs. I'm going to give me one. See, there was a song that every time my mom used to travel, my, my brother used to laugh at our dad. Canada, oh yeah. Something about Canada and what the song we was really talking about the fact that my mother used to travel to go to Ghana and she would leave us. My brother and I always used to love my dad. He always used to be playing this song that the song that goes something like this that the winter in Canada is very cold. And he's trying to hope that he can give a letter to the to the airplane to bring it to his wife or whomever it may be. Canada or something. How do you sing that song? I forgot it. I mean, we used to laugh at him in our heads. <laughs> but, you see, the, the reason I'm saying that to you is that, so, I mean, I was a teenager. This was a long time ago. So, long, Kevin Kahn wasn't born. It was a long time ago. And we used to laugh at him. You know, but the point I'm trying to say is that when those songs are played, after, even after he's been saved and all the camps of Bishop Doug, Bishop Eddie, Bishop Saki, Apostle Joa, and, and so on and so forth, when those songs still are still played, are played, you go to places where those songs are on, it's like there's a certain edge to be part of the crowd. There's a certain edge to be part of the crowd. But it says that that are a royal priesthood. See, we are chosen. Chosen. You are peculiar. You are chosen for such a wonderful work that how shall the light be yoked with the darkness? How? Don't you see when the light gets yoked with the darkness, it becomes dimmed? As I said, thou have left thy first love. The candlelight the candlelight that's supposed to be a light. It's supposed to be the beacon, the beacon, the beacon that gives light. The lighthouse, the lighthouse, the lighthouse is supposed to give light. But that light now has become dimmed because thou has become lukewarm. Amen. Amen. Please don't be annoyed with me. Don't be annoyed with me. I'm just sharing the word of God with you. It's helping all of us. It's helping all of us. And, and in, uh, we'll finish in a few minutes. You see, the interesting thing is that in, in the church of Laodiceans, the people said that I, we are rich. We are rich. 
It's because we drive German cars. Because you drive Japanese cars. Because you live in nice houses, nice apartments. We have beautiful wives and, and handsome husbands and beautiful children and smart and intelligent children. See, all those things are nice. All those things are nice. That, that ghosts have increased. If you go on, said, if you could, if you, if you continue on in Revelation 14 on, said, I mean, 3, 14 on, that increase, that ghosts have increased. Yes, your ghosts have increased. As I told you the last time, I remember I used to have uh, three shirts, a, a brown sweater, which I remember up to I know what it looks like, a, a, a jeans shirt, a Levi shirt, a one from Structure, which many people probably don't know, some of the young ones. I think I wanted that stores, I mean, it's around anymore. And khaki pants. The, those are the days when the Banana Republic used to make really good clothing. I mean, I mean yeah, not now, not today. And what, what am I trying to say? What I'm saying is that those things, I used to pack my, all the things that belongs to me in a carry-on bag. When I was going to school, I didn't need anyone to take me. Amen. But what I'm trying to say to you is that, but because the goods have increased, because now you may have a shirt for every day of, of, every day of the month, or pants, or, or, what, or shoes, does not mean that you are hot or you are blessed. The great blessing is at the end. It's at the end. That when he said, that good and faithful servants. Because if you continue on, says that, but ye are, no, 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 please, let's go back. Let's go back. Let me, and he says here, then, so then, because thou look on, continue on, because thou said that I am rich and increase with goods and have need of nothing. That is the world today. I remember when a friend of mine, you know, the dot, dot com era, young men and women really became rich during those years. I know a group of people, Gary Bennett and a few others, they started this, what they call a dot-com company. I mean, these are NYU guys, you know, early 20s, 21, 22, were multi-millionaires. One of the guys, Asian guy, I think he was saying something, then we were all talking, you were in Gary's parents' house in Suffolk County, Long Island, we were talking, and he says, oh, you know what, someone said something to him, and he said, you know what he said back? Yeah, say whatever you want to say, I'm rich. <laughs> I mean, in, in, the, in the sense of, yes, young man, he was rich. But what I'm saying is that you are saying here, the Bible says that, yes, you're saying that you are rich. The church of Laodicean, you said we are rich. We drive in with our wives and husbands in our nice cars. We are rich. You have increased in goods. And you have no need of anything. So the church has become a, a, a gathering of rich men, of their beautiful wives, who are, I would say, uh, what, what should I say? Discontented wives. Amen. Amen. Forgive me, wives. Forgive me. Yeah, because, I mean, just because you are, you are rich or this or that, doesn't mean that everything else is fine. 
And he says that, but then it's, but he says that you have need of and knowest, knowest not that thou art wretched. Christ is something that you are, you see, you may be rich. You may have all the goodies. When, when you go to places like, you see, I'll give an example. Like every bank have different levels. Like for instance, if you go to Chase, there are three different levels of accounts. There's the regular accounts. Then there's a middle one. Then there's a private client. There's a private client, which is the highest of Chase Bank. Then the Chase Investment Bank, there's the high net worth clients. That's the highest. So not everyone, yes. You see what I'm saying? What's the point I was trying to make here? Yes. But so you may have all those things. You may have all those things. You may go to museums for free. But what I'm trying to say, you may go to museums. I mean, I, I can, you see, you see, you see, what I'm trying to say, and don't get me wrong on this, please. Yeah, don't get me wrong on this. It's just an illustration. So you may go to museums for free, like, I have a card that I can go to almost every museum in New York City for free. But what I'm saying to you is that that itself, if you are not careful, it will take away Christ from you. Because it will make you think as though you have reached here, but you are wretched. You are miserable. And you are naked. And there are a lot of people like that. There are so many people like that. I mean, they are wretched. Their homes are wretched. Their, their kids are on drugs. Their kids can't even, their kids, their parents are ready to pay for an Ivy League school education that the kids have not even earned the entry. But the kids are not even going. But all that I'm trying to say to you is that Christ is saying that because of the, all of these things in this world, in this part of the world where we live in, in America, the, 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 the existence of, of the richness, the existence of having all the things at your fingertips have somehow taken away from us being hot and being able to stand that I am a Christian. I am a Christian and I believe that as a Christian, it is wrong for me to do A, 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 B, C. As a Christian, I know that this is a sin. And as a Christian, I must keep myself until the day that the priest says that the, the groom must kiss the bride. Because of the fact that the world has so much influence on us because we have not taken a stand. That Christ said that we are lukewarm. We are lukewarm. We are lukewarm. Amen. Wow. We are lukewarm. And it says that even though you say you are rich, but you are, you are poor. You see, you may be rich, See, Donald Trump says that he's, he's worth $10 billion. 
That's what he says. But I call them to Bloomberg analysts. Now, according to the income that comes in on the properties that he owns, he's worth $2.9 million. He says that because of larger-than-life personality, that is worth $3.3 billion. That's what, because Donald Trump says that his worth of his real estate and all those deals and golf courses is 7.9. And because he's Donald Trump, because he's Donald Trump, he's the Donald, the act of the deal, the man who shoots before he thinks, he's worth, because of that personality, that personality is worth $3.3 billion, more than the GDP of Ghana. <laughs> See, that is... That is his estimation. And all of us, we make all those estimations of ourselves. Who are you talking to me like that? Who are you talking to me like that? Because I am a Christian. You see. Because I am a Christian, Maria is. I would have shown you true colors. You see, see, Donald Trump may put a price tag on his, but we put, we may say it, the pride of life, that we, we don't even associate ourselves with people that are Christians. Amen. Amen. Now, I, I'm, I'm really sharing this message from my heart because when I read this, it really, really, for me, it really scared me. It really scared me. Because you may say that you are rich, but Christ said that you are poor. You are absolutely poor. You may say that you are, you are good. You can call a concierge. You live on the penthouse, of Central Park West, overlooking Central Park. When you go to the hospital, they have a VIP room for you. But it said, Christ said that, you know what? You are miserable because you are neither cold or, or hot. And you are blind. You are blind. It says that you are blind. You are blind. And on most of all, you are naked. If the Lord shall open our eyes to see in the spirit, even though we are dressed so, how naked we are, how unprotected we are, how unprotected we are. How unprotected we are in, this, in, the realm, in the realm of the spirit. Because we have become so lukewarm that, that the protections that come on those that are peculiar priesthood, those that are peculiar people, is no, no longer covering us. The covering, the covering is supposed to protect us, it's supposed to cover us. Because that we, are, we have become lukewarm, that protection is not there. And you come out, Reverend will pray for you. But because of this, see, the scripture tells us that, see, there was a certain, it's like, it's like when the spirit leaves, you pray for the spirit leaves, you must fill it with something good. Because you have come and be prayed for and be healed. 
But because you have not filled that void, void, void with hot or cold, and you are still back in your lukewarmness, you don't believe the power of the healing because you are not seeing it. Why? Because of the lukewarmness. Amen. But there's hope. Christ tells us there's hope. Well, I'm almost done. Just give me a minute, please. I know I'm past my time. Blame on Ankafe. The present worship went far beyond 8 o'clock. Amen. And, and it's verse 18. It said, I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the furnace. Tried in the furnace. I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the furnace that that may be rich. And what is that gold? Wow, what is that gold? Wow, that gold is, is that gold that makes you rich, whether you have the things of this world or not. Because you know that in heaven, the streets of gold, there are mansions. You see, I'll tell you one thing. Even if there were no mansions in heaven, I'll still do whatever it takes to go to heaven. Because as I told you before, growing up as a child, I was terrified by volcanoes. I mean, watching that just used to terrify us. I was afraid. What is this fire that burns and just runs down the, the mountain hills and go down the valley and everything that is in the way just, just get devoured? Can you compare that to the fire that burns? The lake of fire that burns. You just one day just put on your, your TV to uh, one of the Discovery Channel and just watch about the, 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 the Hawaiian volcanic eruption and when you see that fire burning, man, even though it's on TV, it's just, it, 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 I mean, it, I become so afraid. Amen. 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 And it says, it says that, that that may just be rich and white raiment that thou mayest be clothed. Amen. That the shame of thy nakedness do not appear and anoint thy eyes that, that, that your eyes be anointed so that you may see that you may see the true the, 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 the true wise God that you may see. It's my prayer that the Lord will open our eyes that we may see what it means and what it causes us to be lukewarm compared to be being hot or cold. Amen. Amen. You are blessed. Amen. 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 Let us stand on our feet and pray for a few minutes that the Lord will help us. That we will not be like those in the church of Laodicea. But we will be the church that the Lord himself will be happy with us. Amen. Amen. How live for Jesus day after day. How live for Jesus. Let come what may the Holy Spirit. 
Scripture is not, it's not about salvation. It is for you and I that have been saved. Said so he's standing at the door. He's standing at the door. He's knocking, he's knocking on the door of your heart. He's knocking on the door of your heart. That we should move away from lukewarmness and move to either become hot or cold. Because something that is cold, it freezes you. Something that is hot will burn you. And, look, and move away from lukewarmness. Tonight, my prayer for you is that as the Lord stands and he knocks on the door of your heart, please open the door so that he may come in. He may come in and sit, with, and sit down with you. That he may come in and sit down with you. May come in. He may come in. May come in. He may come in. Amen. 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 God bless you. Amen. Amen. These are the days of Elijah Declaring the word of the Lord Welcome to a live preaching message from Lighthouse Chapel International Manhattan, New York Lighthouse Chapel International Manhattan is the Apache branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International Churches in the United States of America where the word of God is imparted clearly, practically and comprehensively for present day living our aim is to provide a solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they might be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. <laughs> 